Live at five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this, and bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. Well, I'm kidding. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. This is Live at Five, Live yeah, at Five, yeah, Live at yeah, Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 755, yeah, 755. Uh, we're here on a uh, Thursday, and uh, you're somewhere. I have no clue. It's none of my beeswax. But we should have an interesting show today. Something tells me we will. I don't know why. I just have that gut feeling, but uh, that's just me. I want to thank everybody uh, over there at News Junkie, uh, spelled BigFatZ.com, for putting my mug up there once again. And uh, reflecting on all the stuff that's going on around town and everything happening here, right on AM 1240, because really, you know, and I've said this before, I'll say it again and again, you know, the uh, these two shows, in AM 1240, the News and Talk Authority, is really the News and Talk Authority of, 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 of Northern New York. Say what you want about... Channel 7, say what you want of what's left of the Watertown Daily Times and Craig Fox, you know, being left of center, changing everything over there. The stuff coming out of this building and and, and being heard either live or, or, or by way of News Junkie is just off the charts. I mean, you know, again, for a size, a town rather, of this size, 23,000 plus, and who knows what the county's up to around, I mean, who knows? People, every time I put on Fox News, geez, I sound like Jeff Graham. Every time I put on the news, they say we're all burning to death. Stuff in five. <laughs> I'll get to that a little bit. But every time I put on the news, there's, you know, there's, there's something going on. But I don't think there's, you can measure the, the, the amount of stuff going on right here. And what I was going to say, I'm sorry, is everyone's leaving in the Northeast. Today I was watching Fox News. They got this guy that kind of walks around. He, he, he kind of mumbles as he talks. You know, it's amazing. You get to see the, 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 B, the B team for all these networks during, during a week like now for the July 4th. You know, this just the normal crew is not here. This is the backup crew. And they got a guy, actually, on 4th of July, they had him driving from, I believe, Philadelphia to the Jersey Shore. I don't know his name, but he sleep he sleepwalks through everything he says. So today he's walking on some whatever, some crappy street in Philadelphia. And uh, he's 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 he, the story is about people leaving Philadelphia and going to you know, places like like uh, Florida and so forth. So the South is taking over. Despite the fact that it's 210 degrees, the South has taken over. So he's going, he's walking inside what appears to be a, uh, an art gallery. And he's trying to interview the guys, and he's just got his microphone up. He's kind of like Joe Brosk, only he's just way slower. Sorry, Joe, I just threw you under the bus for no reason. But it's, it's these types of reports that come out all the time. The Northeast is falling apart. People can't wait to get the hell out of it. They can't even keep a 100-plus-year-old uh, art gallery in downtown Philadelphia from picking up and moving to... Some crappy place in, in, in Florida. 
So I'm, I'm going to try to be optimistic. But that said, and someone's on the phone, more than likely it's Jason Trainer that's been trying to tell me something about the current city council and all the stuff that comes with it. But boy, I tell you, listening to the hotline show, Jeff Graham, again, I said it the other day, I'll say it again. He came out of whatever, like Christopher walking in the uh, the dead zone, and he is a changed man. In the process, though, however, you know, there's some side effects. He has absolutely, and I repeat, no patience with anyone anymore. And you can tell it in the tone of his voice. Now, again, I know I look up all the time at the computer and I said, okay, I got to get out of this. I got to get it over to Joe. We have another phone call here. I can't talk to Samantha for too much longer. The next call is going to be someone who's going to complain. I don't know what's going to happen, but I got to play this four-minute break and Jim's going to kill me. So in the meantime, all you hear is Jeff going, right, right, mm, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Hey, I got to go. <laughs> it's like I, I, it's, There's this angst, there's this level of anxiety because I know I sit here every day. I know the deal. And I think you do too. I don't think you need to do the show to understand that Jeff is, he's just got a short leash now. So I just hope that Jeff calms down. I think I should go over there. He can't drink at this point. He's still recovering. I understand. But I, sh- I should go over there and have a cocktail. I said, Jeff, just, just you've been dealing with these people for, what, 40 years now. It seems at this point, it seems like you're just getting frustrated with them. Just my opinion. Don't mean the bad, you know, because Jeff is a pro. And by the way, Jeff's been hinting at the fact that he had some type of uh, epiphany uh, while he was away. And it doesn't surprise me that perhaps he's, he's, he's on this earth for good reason for many, many years, by the way so that he can also contribute as a public servant in, in a political role again. And if you heard Jeff today, he says, well, I'm late for the for, for the race this year, but who knows? And the race, of course, being the race for the city count, uh, for the city, uh, mayoralship. Who knows? Maybe Jeff decides to run for a county legislator. He could quite possibly run for city council. But at this point, with all the piss and vinegar that Jeff's got since his recovery and so forth, I wouldn't be a bit surprised that, one, he runs, and that he actually wins. Let's go to the phones. It's probably Jason Trainer. Hi, you're on the air. Glenn, completely off the topic. Yeah. Question for you. Yeah. The proliferation of the orange cones, the orange barrels, the orange and white uh, stanchions and uh, orange and white barriers. Litany, man. Proliferate all over the United States during the construction season in the summer for the road and sidewalk and bridge projects. Right. Okay. They all serve a purpose and they're, they're, they're great devices and all. But what happens in the wintertime when, when they don't need them? Where do they go? Where do they disappear to? Where do they store them? How do they store them? I have no idea. I've never seen a warehouse full of cones and barriers and stuff. Right. Uh, they've been around for quite a number of years now, and the number of them keeps going up all the time. Uh, does anybody know where these things are stored, or how they store them, or where they store them during the, during the winter when they're not uh, when they're not used? I don't know, but something tells me you're going to answer your own question here in a moment. But I don't really think anyone knows that. But you do know, sir, because you're an intelligent man. You're very observant. You are a litany type person. But that said, you know that they stack on each other. You know, in other words, when they stack them in storage, they 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 they're like styrofoam cups. One goes inside the other. You know that. I, I know that, and yes, that would greatly reduce the, the area needed to store them. But I, I've never seen them stored. There's a lot of them. And I've never, yeah. You know, you never see the trucks pick them up to go take them to the store or anything. Uh, Only in Soylent Green. I, I just haven't seen it. Huh. Interesting. A very good observation. But as you know, because someone called up the hotline show today, 
and, and, and was upset with the fact that we're doing too much construction at the same time. And I remember there was a guy by the name of Billy Facillo uh, who owned a lot of dealerships back in 1989, 1990. And I introduced myself to him for the first time. I was working at Channel 50. And it's an expression I've used then, and I've used it again right now. When I showed him our rates at Channel 50 in 1989, he says, and I quote, I almost fell off my effing chair. When, 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 when I saw your rates, do, do a better deal. Meanwhile, they were like $30. Who knows what they were. But that's, that's, uh, that, so when I heard the gentleman today that said we got, they, should, they shouldn't do construction all at the same time. And I like this guy. He calls up my show all the time. He's got some great observations and so forth. But I almost fell off my effing chair when I heard that. I mean, it, here it is. Finally, we're actually getting streets and sidewalks done. Granted, it is true. All at the same time seems to be over the top, but I'm, I'm very appreciative. The only reason I bring this up with you, sir, is because that's why you're seeing so many of these cones these days. They're everywhere. And I, I agree. They're on 81. They're in downtown Watertown. I think they're getting a little bit carried away. If, by the way, if you go over here to the uh, Coffee and Street Bridge that goes over Route 81, they have more of those cones than they need. So whoever manufactured them, probably in China, are making a big, big buck on them. Uh, but where they're stored, I have no idea. I would agree, and I never gave much thought to the whole thing about the orange cones and orange barriers and orange stanchions and stuff until about, uh, I don't know, three or four years ago. It was summertime construction season, and I found myself going to uh, Virginia twice during the summer for a, a project down there. Yeah. And it just it's uh, almost 600 miles uh, down there, and yeah. it just seems like a good 200 miles of the trip yeah. was... An orange cone. Right, right. On each side of it. And I'm mm. thinking, holy cow, mm. where do these things come from? Who makes them? Who's making the money? And, and where do they go? And so on. So anyway, yeah. enough on that. If any of the callers uh, know where the... Yeah, where the no, no one will know that answer. Maybe they can call. All Keep right. up the good work there on that dead-end street. All right, thank you very much. He always has a different ending. Love the man, love the gentleman. He has observations that I quite can't understand, but you know, it's just one of those things. Uh, I always said, what do they do with the Jersey barriers and construction zones? Well, they're a little bit different because they can withstand the, you know, the elements, so they leave them all over the, you know, the county side and so forth. But if, by that, I mean a Jersey um, barrier that kind of shaped like a, I don't know, like a, like an X-wing from, from or from uh, from the Empire Strikes Back or something. I often wondered how, where do they make them? Someone's making a big buck, and we have our neighbor on the phone. How you doing, Frank? You there? Hey, what's going on, Frank? Question for you. Yeah. Now that we've got that project done in front of Key Bank, yeah. I'm going to put you on the line. Yeah. What would you do? Now would you take the right route and just in front of uh, near the museum, mm -hmm. just make two uh, handicapped spots there, mm. and everybody else parks in uh, behind Key Bank in the Stone Street parking lot? Is that is that your answer, Frank? Well, that's an easy fix. Or would you like to be like some people? I love Facebook. Yeah. It's an, it, half of them don't pay taxes. It's just just dig it up. <laughs> it's for forty-five, sixty-five thousand dollars. Listen, it's already done. Move on, okay? Why would you want to tear all that out? And and you've got that's why she'll never be mayor, okay? And I'll say it right out there. Mm. She's still squandering money. Take it out. Throw it out. Uh, go back there the way it was, just forty-five, sixty-five thousand dollars down the toilet. My, my my answer to that is: Are you out of your mind? 
when is that wasteful spending going to stop? Uh, it doesn't make any sense. And Glenn, yeah. why is it that everybody downtown's got an excuse? I park downtown all over. I go, there's a doc, uh, uh, doctor's office there in the brick building on the square. Yeah. You park. There's parking if you want to walk. In the back. Everybody's lazy. Right. Overweight. I'm overweight, including myself a mm-hmm. little. Yeah. Get out there and walk. So you walk a few extra feet. My God, do you got to park in, in front of the damn building? And I'm not talking about the handicap. Right. I'm talking about everybody else. Everybody else wants to park in front of the building. They don't want to walk. Mm. Okay. Right. There, there's parking spots down there if you want to walk. But the idea of just ripping that all up. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I would have done things a little different in the beginning, but I, 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 they, their heart was in the right place. They're yeah. trying to beautify and. The reason they did that, because everybody was backing in, you know, you got a lot of old people mm-hmm. backing into that statue. Right. Okay? It's only a couple parking spots. I know it's for the handicapped, but right in front of the museum, right next, or not the museum, Community Bank. Right. Designate two of those mm-hmm. for handicapped. Everybody else can park the 30 feet mm-hmm. behind the bank, Stone Street parking lot. There's a lot of parking spots in Stone Street parking lot. Mm-hmm. When I go down the farmer's market... I park in the Stone Street parking lot. Yeah. Take the footpath through the museum, and you're on the square. Right, it's right. Well, it's a good walk, path, yeah. But you know what? Yeah. It's a nice day. Get out and walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that the, 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 the idea of just a uh, certain individual on, co- on council wanting to say, just put it back the way it was, so it's forty five, sixty thousand dollars mm-hmm. $60,000. She just continually spending money, and it's never going to end. And that's why November, she's going to get. she's going to have a rude awakening. Okay. And, and so, you continue to squander money, you're going to have a rude awakening. That's all so, okay, so Frank, because I thought you would take a different angle on this. I would say, how can you get rid of parking spots? Oh, that's incredible. We need parking no, spots. No, but... no, There's parking spots if you want to walk. Right. And everybody says, well, you're, you're insensitive to the handicapped. No, no, no. Right next door, yeah. in front of Community Bank, right. there's three or four spots there. Designate two right. for Handicap. And piss off the lazy spots. people even more. <laughs> no, handicap spots are not full all the time. I go to a lot of places. Handicap spots are empty. I, I, yeah, they're overdone in my opinion. Yeah. It's only there for ten, five, ten minutes. Right. Using it. Right. They're not parking there all day, Glenn. No, I know. And, and they, a lot of a lot of places have like three or four of them, and they just, they overdo it because it's it just, just, it just uh, it's it, equated it, to it's white guilt. You know, Ed, when I, uh, I get on social media and you got these knuckleheads, right. just bring it back the way it was. It's forty-five. Sixty thousand dollars of taxpayers' money. So what? Yeah, who is? Come on, it's COVID money. Pay, pay snap. Is that COVID? Uh, don't say. Everybody says that's COVID money, free money. No, that's taxpayers' money. Right. You, you could call it what you want. It's still taxpayers' money. Sure, okay. I totally agree. All right. So well, it's just it's just ridiculous to keep throwing money. Away. So let me ask him. Okay. So where is this going to go? I mean, I, I someone just texted me that said city council over, already voted on this. That's impossible. Well, no, they. Uh, I, uh, it really surprised me. Some on council said if they want it back the way it was, let them pay for it. Hmm. Okay. Uh, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. You know what I said? We're the city of Watertown. We did it. There's. It's done. We did it to protect the statue and to beautify the square. Right. Let's move on. Okay. There's yeah. no discussion on that. Okay. Yeah. When it was in the state, when they were doing the project, and then they, nobody. Uh, Nobody spoke out against it, and everybody said, well, we didn't know they are going to take the parking spots. Right. Well, if you attended the meeting and asked questions, well, you know what I mean? Yeah, some, yeah sometimes that doesn't happen. Right. Uh, sitting at home on the couch, you got to attend those meetings and ask them questions. 
No. I know they don't volunteer a lot of information. No, they don't, and they were caught no. off guard. They were caught off guard, no doubt about it. But uh, what are you going to do? It's just uh, right. but no. to, to, to tear that all out. No, I agree with you, Frank. $45,000, You're out of your mind. You're, no. out, you're out of your flipping mind. All right, well, let's see. Okay, so that's Frank is definitely for keeping it and creating two handicapped spots right up the block there yeah, in front of the community. Walk a few feet. Walk a few feet. Come on, shake it off. Walk a few feet. We all need the exercise, okay? It's a nice day. No doubt. Thank you, Frank. That's uh, Frank, and uh, that's uh, I'm surprised with his opinion. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. What's Uh, happening? First off, all the cones and stuff are just stored at the town barn. Oh, town barn. Okay, gotcha. And then most of the times on like projects, it's uh, it's like private contractors, like Barrett Paving or something. They have all their own stuff that they store at their own. By the way, by the way, someone said that they were looking at an apple rot, and they really wanted that answer that you just gave me. So I'm so glad you did. No, I'm being facetious. Uh, but that's uh, yeah. as far as the parking goes. Uh, see, the problem is next to Community Bank there. Yeah. That is Community Bank parking only. Okay. Out back of Key Bank, that is Key Bank parking only. Right. But no so, one, no one pays attention to that. You know, everyone like kind of. There used to be a guy well, that sat in that place beneath. I go there and there's no parking spots is the problem. And, like, I took my father there who's um, in a wheelchair now. Mm-hmm. And we had to drive around forever trying to find. All right. So he, he, now here's someone that might counteract what what Frank just said. What do you say about what they should do in front of the Key Bank building now that they put the uh, flower boxes there? What say you? I, well, I think they should put it back the way it was because it was stupid. The flower boxes are stupid to begin with. And I agree with what you said the other day. Uh, since the horse and buggy was phased out, right. uh, the big discussion is how do we get more parking in downtown Watertown? Right, right. And they've seen they've gone Not the other way. way. But okay, that's but cool. if that's who to stop letting themselves get ripped off, that's not sixty-eight thousand dollars. That's, well, uh, that's what they're saying. That's what they're, I thought it was thirty-eight thousand, forty grand. How did it go up to sixty-eight thousand? Oh, I, we, know, that's what were, I thought it was 42 or something. Yeah, we, or something we have a tendency like to tack on, oh, it must be a million dollars. No, it's not. Oh, whatever. It's a lot of money. No, I think it was a mistake, and it should go back. I mean, I don't like to see taxpayer money wasted either. Mm-hmm. I think that's stupid, but I think it was a mistake what they did. and they, they if, Whatever they can do to add a parking spot downtown is what they should be doing. Now, if the, the flower boxes are obviously nice this time of year, and we're not going to see them f- at full scale because the, by the time they're done, we, we're there. But what, is, what, are the, what do you do with flower boxes in the middle of, of December and through March and April around here? Can, can Put your I, cigarettes and trash yeah. in them? <laughs> I mean, I'm just asking, the, you know, what do you do? I mean, they're nice to look well, at I mean, for, what, three, that, four months? Happen. You ever pull up to a planter box, like at a gas station or right. something, that's full of trash? Right, and right, bodies. right, and bodies, <laughs> well, body parts. <laughs> All right, good point. You make a very good point. So, okay, you're against this. You want the city to remove them then. We're one and one here. Is that correct? Yeah. All right, yeah. there you go. All right, I appreciate it, my friend. Thank you, and thanks for the answer on the cones, too. i got to do a break because, believe it or not, Joe Stanley's actually going to call in today at the bottom of the hour because we've been missing him the last couple of weeks. He was supposed to call in yesterday. So we'll have Joe after this and your calls uh, when the Live at Five show continues. Here we grow again. Quarry. And see them on Facebook. All right, let's see if this is Joe. Hi, you're in the air. Yes, it is. Hi, Glenn. How are you? How are you, Joe? Joe Stanley. Attorney Joe Stanley, excuse me. Long time no speak, Joe. How was your 4th of July, first of all? It was nice. It was nice. Thank you. 
Uh, our mind was uh, was uh, eventful to say to say the least. I'll get to that in a little bit. So, Joe, I, 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 you know, obviously this time of year we talk about oh, geez, the dangers of fireworks. Who's liable if it's on my property and something hits me in the eye? What happens then? We've talked about that because you and I have talked for over 15 years on various things throughout the year, whether it's snow, ice, fire, and rain, all that stuff, fireworks. But today I'm going to talk. I'm going to ask you questions about technology. About a month ago, okay. I went down to Long Island. And I went in my wife's car, uh, Chevy Cruze, and I, about three, four, three and a half weeks later, I get this letter in the mail and a picture of my car in an intersection, a large intersection somewhere out in Suffolk County in the town of Huntington. And it was around this time of day, by the way. And I, got, I, I, was, I was a little upset, but I won't get into why. But nonetheless, I, I saw the light was turning yellow. And I kind of piggybacked in front of the person in front of me. Now, this is a big intersection. As you might imagine, you know, Long Island, blah, blah, blah. It's a lot different. And I was in that intersection, and apparently, Joe, I, the, the light was red long enough for me to get an infraction. How do I know that? Because there was a picture taken of me. They obviously found out it was my wife's car and dress and so forth, and they charged me $50 for that infraction. First, uh, is this constitutional? Second, does this is this measure up to a, a red light infraction that I would get if a police officer stopped me? And if that's the case, do I get points on my license because of this being a moving violation, Joe? No, I, I, I don't believe so. First of all, I mean, it's a violation. Whoever owns the vehicle, they have to pay the fine. So they don't really know. They can't really prove who is driving it. So uh, it is a fine. It's illegal. I mean, it's legal, so you can you can chalk it up to that. Um, you know, it's the responsibility of the driver. I mean, you have a defense if somebody stole your car or something. You could you could obviously use that as a defense, but if somebody's using their car with your permission, you as the owner get the ticket because they must they got a really good picture of you and they can. Would that be the case? Would they, would the cameras also identify the person driving if necessary? In the court of law? You, you there, Joe? Did we lose him? I think we lost Joe. Joe, you there? I was going to say. Yeah, let's see. I faded out there. So, okay, sorry about that. Uh, yeah, so in other words, if they had a picture of me and they needed to find out if I killed my wife or was at a certain point, those cameras can identify. I mean, this goes beyond me going through an intersection, Joe. I get that. And yes, I was wrong. But, you know, we talk about artificial intelligence replacing people. Are cameras going to ultimately replace law enforcement, or are they, is this a money grab, in your opinion? Well, I, I, I guess it's a little bit of both. Uh, by the way, you know, the, every police car drives around with plate scanners on it, so you're being tracked wherever, you know, the car plates are being tracked wherever you go. So, uh, hmm. you know, people don't even realize that, they, you know, they're, that the information is constantly available to police. They're scanning plate numbers that try and identify who's where and what. So, mm. you know, is Big Brother, you know, that's long past, you know, Big Brother has been surpassed. Yeah. And people people didn't even uh, didn't even blink an eye. Yeah, I mean, it's, it reminds me of the old expression, if a, if, a, if a tree falls in a forest and no one's there to hear it, did it, you know, did, did it, does it make a noise? In this case, you could be three o'clock in the morning, 
And if there's no police officer to see that I'm going through an intersection or, or speeding, should that be my business and no one else's? Well, apparently, no, it is because you don't have to be there anymore to see a tree cr- uh, falling down or, or, or Glenn Curry driving through an intersection uh, you know, illegally and whatnot. So at, at this point, it seems like we, I mean, I understand we got to be safe. I was in the wrong. And going forward, I just think that is this a measure of just keeping people on their toes, Joe? Or, you know, just trying to, you know, just basically, you know, get more money into the into the coffer, so to speak. Well, it does both. So, you know, what, what can you say? Yeah. I, you know, I, I mean, it's never I've never heard anyone admit that it was a, a, a means of getting money into the coffers, although some municipalities, it's very clear that it's a big money maker. But so um, the, the only purported reason is for safety. Well, again, and that's so. Are you okay? I mean, when I look at a lot of new intersections, we've got a lot of construction up here, by the way, Joe, and you probably do down there too. I've never seen this level of construction, but anytime they they're putting in like uh, street lights or or traffic lights in intersections, they also o- have these almost like telescopic type of of poles sticking up high above them. And those are the cameras. So you know, we started doing cameras what twenty years ago. Individual businesses would use them. Now people have ring cameras. We have cameras essentially everywhere. So at this point, it's I guess it behooves everyone to always re, always be remain vigilant and vigilant. I should say in one way or another while you're driving, no matter what time of day or night. And definitely, and here's another question, Joe: If, for instance, my back uh, uh, light was out, could could I get stopped for that for being a one-eyed jack on a highway? <laughs> I don't know that that's one of the charges that's on the list. I don't think so. But, you know, it has to be authorized what charges they can give you. Right. Well, I, 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 I wanted to bring that to you because it's one of those things because no one wants to find out that you owe anybody anything. But it does kind of hit you in the gut, Joe. And, and, and I mean, I mean I, I, I'm not that thin-skinned. Oh, my God, I owe $50. But it is, there, is a, there is kind of a creepiness to know that, yeah, the, Glenn, the people I got watching one you. of those. It's yeah. been so long. You're, you're just. I think I got one in Baltimore 15 years ago when my daughter was getting her master's at Johns Hopkins. Wow. And I, it wasn't even. It wasn't even right. It wasn't even. I, 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 I protested. I don't even know what it. It didn't even really even have a picture. All it had, a, had it was a picture of my license plate. You could even tell where I was or what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, this is this been going on for a long time. New York's just catching up to it. I guess so. I mean, here it is. I got there's three pictures of my car, and whether or not, and and the car is in different three different places. And here's my question: This happened. Uh, the infraction happened on. Uh, well, I got it late June. It happened on Memorial Day weekend. Whatever. I'm driving broad daylight, and there's a picture of the back end of my car. With the license plate, there's another picture of me entering the intersection in question, and there's a third picture of me in, uh, deep into the intersection. So my question is this: Are there people just? Uh, does a computer analyze this, or do people look at this? You know, do, human beings do they assess this and say, "Hey, this guy in the Chevy Cruze here is definitely in the wrong. I'm going to report this." W- who does what here, Joe? You know, I'm not sure. I'm sure that they. All the, every time that there's a picture taken, some human has to look at it to make to, to confirm it that that it's an actual real deal. Red, when you're in the red zone, <laughs> literally. Yeah, yeah. And again, the other thing is, I'm really happy that we got rid of our um, our uh, toll booths on the on the expressway on the throughway. 
But, you know, now I get a second one, and this charges me $20.54. And I went over the Throg's Neck Bridge, and, you know, it's got a picture. And once again, it's got a picture of me and, and the, uh, the license plate. And by the way, when I see those, uh, those cameras, I wave at them. Is, is that condescending, Joe? Should I not do that? Well, I don't think they care one way or another. <laughs> and by the way, yeah. if you're going to be traveling, you should have an easy pass so you don't get charged the exorbitant rate for the when they have to mail you the bill. Oh no, I so I, I did I did I'm I'm an easy well, see this is this is the problem I am an easy pass uh, already an easy pass customer blah 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 uh, if you are not available blah 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 customer so uh, are they telling me that my easy pass isn't working by sending me this? Uh, it must be it didn't work. It didn't register because you wouldn't be getting that bill. It'd just be subtracted from your easy pass. Ah, see, I'm, I'm a, that's why I talk to Attorney Joe Stanley as many times as well, possible because I'm a moron. By the way, that's, and it's a big difference. It's a really big difference. So, in other words, if I'm being charged twenty dollars and fifty four cents, would it be a lot less than that if I had the easy pass? It's probably fifteen. It's probably fifteen dollars. I actually that had that issue when I was traveling in Pennsylvania. It didn't register. It, it sent me that bill, and I I sent them my easy pass numbers. There's a there's a spot on there to protest that you do have one, mm-hmm. and I sent them in my easy pass number with the easy pass rate. In fact, I remember Pennsylvania had. On there, if you have Easy Pass and you can give me your number, pay this amount. You know, it was, it was substantially less. Yeah, you're right because I got charged ten dollars to go over the Throg's Neck Bridge. I think it's less less than that. Um, actually, I can't remember. I don't know if it's one way or two. It's, it's been a while since I've been down there. I know they've changed all the all the tolls and so forth. I love progress. I, you know, again, it's you get the, you get to where you want a lot quicker these days. I guess a lot of people lost their jobs at toll booth operators, but that's progress, right, Joe? It is progress. It's it not bad. Progress. Well, anyway, uh, okay. So, uh, real quick, we, we uh, your office and the you're still in the Key Bank building up here, right, Joe? Yes. They there's a lot of controversy there. I don't know if you've seen construction recently, but they built two huge flower boxes in the front, eliminating four uh, 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 parking spaces, including one handicap spot. Uh, so people are up in arms about this. The developer who bought the place a couple months back had no idea this was going on. He says he says the city should get rid of it. This is going to you know uh, interfere with his business. Not to mention people who can't uh, you know who are, don't have ambulatory skills to get in and out of their cars. Now they have to drive somewhere else. And now people say, well, if that's the case, the owners of the place should 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 flip the bill. It's somewhere upwards of sixty thousand dollars. Just throwing this at you, Joe. What say you about something like this? I, I, I don't know. I'd have to envision. Presumably, the city did this as part of a beautification project. Yes. Okay. So, you know, everybody must have known they were going to do it. I, it, so. I have to defend the developer only because one, I know them, and secondly, they they were in the process of buying this after the, the plans were made. I believe two, three years ago, Joe, maybe two years ago. I know that's not a good excuse, but it's the only excuse no, at this point. I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I'd say too bad. I mean, if I'm the city, if I'm the city, I'm too bad. That's why I'd be a lousy lawyer. A beautification project. And, right. You know, if everybody who came two years later after we made a plan wanted me to change, and right. they'd never get anything done in the city, and it takes a lot of stuff to get anything done in the city to begin with. Right, right. right. So you say keep it, and you know, there's a compromise here. They well, might, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I, you know, I'm just saying, 
you know, the, the time to talk about it is when you're doing it, right. <laughs> not, not after the fact. Well, these guys are busy buying everything in downtown, and God bless them for doing that. So this one fell through the cracks. Uh, so I think at this point, someone just texted me earlier and says, look, Try it for two years. If it doesn't work out, if there's accidents, if people don't like it, if people say, hey, we need a handicapped spot right in front, then they should revisit well, it. But for now, there's parking in the building anyways. There's parking in the back of the building. And there is. Plenty of parking well, in the you, back. Jo- so Joe, what's the problem? Joe, you know, we're in a society that doesn't want to walk more than the length of their car. <laughs> but there's plenty of parking. It's not like there's no parking. I don't, I don't get that. No, and I. Mean, I, 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 I there's a back entrance. Right. I, I know. I use it all the time. Right. No, I know. I know. It's just it's it, we've gotten to the point where. And by the way, most people go to fast food restaurants. I think there's more business in the drive-throughs than people that physically go into a restaurant anymore, Joe. So that's where we are today. That that's where we are. Okay. We don't we don't want to get out of our cars. And and if and if we and again we always talk about handicapped spots. It's not everyone is handicapped. I think we act like we're handicapped because we want to get as close to a building as possible. So anyway, that's my two cents on that. And it's a great. Great discussion because it happens to be your building, and it's a big, big topic of conversation these days. Joe, when, when anyone needs to get in contact with you or your associates uh, with legal issues and so forth, how can one do that, Joe? Sure, StanleyLawOffices.com is our website. My email is joe at StanleyLawOffices.com, and the phone number is 1-800-608-3333. Always a pleasure, Joe. I'm glad we got uh, to speak with you this week, and we'll talk to you next Wednesday, sir. Thanks, Glenn. Have a good week. Yes, you too. Attorney Joe Stanley here on the Alive at Five show. We've got to do a break. We'll be back right after this. Roof looking older than you are, finding more tiles in your lawn than grass. The people who call you back. Alright, so my phone was like buzzing like you wouldn't believe. <clears throat> Not unlike, of course, uh, uh, Jeff Graham at the, at the noon hour when all you hear like, you know, uh, Samantha, I gotta go. I got commercial breaks. Roof, 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 roof. <clears throat> That's his phone, by the way. So this, according to Lexi Bruning, Bruning, Oswego grad at Channel 7, by the way, several parking spots in front of the Washington, this was just published less than a half an hour ago, several parking spots in front of the Washington Street building were taken away and planted boxes were put in its place. Now they're saying city reverses courses will restore some parking spaces. And a former city council person, otherwise known as Steve Bradley, said they they voted to spend $40,000 to gain one parking space. 40 grand. Let me just let me, I just want to say something. I I I just I just hired a a, a great crew B&T construction. They were highly um advised for for me, you know, it's tough getting contractors, particularly where we are. We have a place in Point Peninsula. And um they did a reinforced concrete pad. I won't say for how much, but it was, I mean, it's a large pad. It's like 13 by 13, uh, you know, rebar, all that stuff. The gravel was all leveled. It was, and it did, you know, I just saw a picture of it. And they, they did it all today. They had a whole crew out there. And this is, a, this is a big slab, and they had to travel a great distance to get there. It's a very reasonable price. There's no doubt about it. And uh, they actually put a pipe underneath there because I got Big Apple Bobby and Legislator Bobby who doesn't want to spend $60,000, Bobby, and I don't blame him for getting rid of the flower boxes. Uh, but now the city has agreed to pour $40,000. But I, I just, I get, my, here's my point about comparing it to our place and the city, is that it seems as if the price for municipalities is like double, if not triple, what a homeowner would spend. Just an observation. Hi, you're on the air. Glenn. Yeah, Duffman. Yeah, I, I sent you that link to that. So 
So, yeah, it doesn't make a difference now. They're going to get those parking spots back. The point was, and I think the point that uh, the other people were making, is they were handicapped spots. They didn't care about their – there was one spot in the end. They didn't care about that. They cared about the two handicapped spots. Right. The other thing is nobody ever backed into the statue. No, nobody. I don't I – don't, yeah, I, didn't, I never heard of they that. They drove yeah. into a drunk. But or drove over it or a plow hit it or whatever. Right. But nobody ever backed out of those spots and hit that statue that I know of, and I've lived here all my life. Right. Uh, is one. Two is, if you look in front of the arcade, now this is the things the city gives to these developers. Right. They, they, they redid the, that whole block. It looks beautiful. I don't know if you noticed, but they're paving the parking lot out back on Stone Street. Oh. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't notice that. No, I, I guess I haven't. Oh yeah, yeah. No, they're putting tons of money into it, and the thanks they get is when they sat there and said, "Well, wait a minute, you're taking our spots out. Oh, you should have been to the meeting three years ago. Well, we didn't own the property three years ago. No, exactly, exactly. That's my point. You know, and that's that's the attitude. And then and then your afternoon guy, who, him and I go way back. Yeah. But I I know he's always had a. A thing about downtown business because he just thinks they get everything. Nah, yeah, I know. You know you, yeah, you, you said that. I don't agree with that. But go ahead. It's funny, though. That's it. No, he does. That's how he feels. He always has. <laughs> you know, I got to plow my own parking lot. I got to pay for this. I got to pay for that. Well, right. You know, you know, whatever. But the point is, they did this, the city just always did it that way because they wanted to keep it a certain way. Anyway, the, yeah. the spots that used to be in front of the Woolworth building were all taken away. The spots over near the doctor's offices were all taken away. True. You want retail business. Right. And, and Bobby's the man. Bobby tried to explain this on Jeff's show. Yeah. It doesn't matter how we feel. I walk every day. I walk three miles a day. It doesn't matter. Right. Uh, people, when they want to run into a store, right. or they want to go into a place, they want to be able to run in and run out. Right. Right. And, and the one spot that was open there were for people who maybe had to run up and drop a paper off to the lawyer. Oh, go to the ATM because it had an ATM in there, too. But but here's the here's the argument. Here's the argument between that. Go to Walmart and find a spot that, that's less than 100 feet to the front door. And you know where I'm going with this. It's, yeah, it's, it's with the mindset. The mindset is... They know the spots there, though, don't they? Yeah, the, well, true. But the mindset is that when you go to a box store in the town of Watertown, you know you're going to be walking at least 200 to maybe 400 feet before you get indoors. Rain, sleet, snow, whatever. But the mindset inside a city that was built over 200 plus years ago is like, nope, I want to park. I don't want to be here. I want to park as close as I can. If I can, I'm not going there. Am I right on that or not? No, that, that, there is truth to that. The other thing was... When I had my office there, I per- I parked on the Stone Street parking lot. Right. Okay? You know how many times did I come in? If I was 15 minutes later than normal coming in, right. I couldn't get a spot in that Stone Street parking lot. Oh, I'm sure. Now, yeah, sure. the state office building has their own parking garage. Yeah. Why do they have 15 of their vehicles parked over there? You know, the DEC vehicles and, hmm. and state of New York cars and all that, and they park them over in that parking lot. Wow, we know how those state people are. Places. Important. Well, I'm just telling you, there's a lot of, if, if, you, if you work down there, you see a lot of things that other people don't see. Right. No, that's and true. Then you've got the, and then you've got the proverbial uh, Eddie Krupkins of the world. Right, right. God rest his soul. God rest his they soul. sit there and park in front of their own business. Right. And then wonder why their customers didn't have a place to park. Right. 
those people still exist. Yeah, he had a, a Mitsubishi Diamante. It was just the car had just been take, uh, released in like 1989, 1990. And yes, Eddie Krupkin was the most famous public square guy to park right in front of his place. Go ahead, sorry. And the other one, and the other one was Anna Nucci, friend of mine. Buddy. Uh, yeah. Oh yes. Oh oh my goodness, and Attorney Antonucci. Tickets on his dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. Just, right. He didn't care. Yeah, I know. It's you not know? me. It's somebody else. Someone else is wrong. I'm I not breaking the law. I'm a lawyer. I, yeah. When I was in the Commerce Building, I parked up on State Street and walked down. Of course, I like to walk. Right. Okay? And when I was at the arcade, like I said, I parked in the other parking lot. Very rare that I park on the street unless I had an appointment early and had to take off or something. So let me, let me let me ask you a question. Let me be the Jeff Graham and just interfere with what you're saying and change the subject altogether because he's really famous at that lately. But uh, here's this thing. I, I went to the link on News Junkie, and it, it went to another audio link. Maybe I'm missing something here. But is this Neil Katzman? Did he call in on one of the shows today about cyberbullying going on right now? Yeah. Did he call the hotline the show? Yeah, he called the hotline about the meme page. Okay, all right. And and then he said something like someone's picking on his girlfriend. I, I guess I missed that today. Was that on today's hotline show? I must have went deaf for yeah, about 10 yeah, minutes. That on, that, wow. That was on today, yep. This, what's going I mean, I, I tell you, the level of hatred going on in the world, here, there, everywhere. We're supposed to be a non non-judgmental town. It's very well, disturbing I, I to read that. Know, I'm not going to comment on all that stuff because it's just not worth commenting on. Like you say, it's over. But the point is that you don't you don't punish people that that sunk in the money that those guys have sunk in in the oh, I know. building. Right, but I mean, not only that, but I mean, they did it upright. Look at the front of the pad. That block has never looked any better. What are you talking about in front of Key Bank now? I just want to. Where are you no, talking? I'm talking about Key Bank too, but I'm yeah. talking about. In the paddock, the paddock building, the yeah. paddock arcade. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it's awesome. And then the the, the the other buildings, they own all those buildings there, right up to the. No, I know, building. I know. Believe me, I do the downtown news on all. And, of them. and believe me, I, I was downtown for a long time. I'm telling you, I used to come out of that doorway, and when the Woolworth building was empty, there were cigarette butts. Oh, I know. Yeah, no, it was a mess. It, was, it wasn't that long ago, but downtown was a mess, and it's not anymore. Uh, but it is. Th- but but again, what Attorney Joe Stanley said is contra. Uh, it, it it conflicts with what you just said. He said, "Hey, you should have known." And you're saying, "Well, they were busy. They, were, they didn't own it three years ago." No, so- no, because a lot of people didn't know because they, that's part of it that they left out. They kept concentrating and talking about Court Street. Right, that's a good point. Yeah, it's just like the buildouts. Those doctors never knew that they were going to build out there and take all those parking. Oh, you mean the bump outs? Uh, yeah. The yeah, bump outs. The over near and put that in the, when they put the side road in. Right. That takes you down to JBYs. They didn't know they were going to lose all those. Spots. Interesting. Interesting. Listen. I mean, they were short on spots anyway. Yeah, I know. So okay, so you you say get rid of uh, keep them. What are you saying again? I I'm, I'm all confused. Are you are you saying? What am, I, what am I saying is that that you do need you do need uh, on street parking there. Okay. You do. All right. So get rid but of the flower box. Not only used to run into. Keybank, but it, 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 like I told you, there was only one spot. No, I know, I know, by I know. regular people. The other ones were. Uh, no, I know, and a lot of handicapped people use that, right? Because they're old school. Old people are old school. They're right. still going to the bank. This, the, then, the, the this is why Jeff now, cuts people off. It's not just <laughs> KeyBank. Right. KeyBank just closed the Washington Street branch. No, that's true. Good point. All right, thanks, and stuff. So these people, they want to go into the bank and see a teller and all that kind of stuff. You and I don't do that. We take pictures and whatever. There you go. Make our deposits automatic. But That's right. There's a lot of people. Well, who I don't. don't like but... to go, you know. All right. Thanks, Duff, man. Thank you very okay, much. Man. That's uh, that's the Duff, man. Hi, you're on the air. 
Uh, good afternoon. This is your non-lawyer yes. friend. Uh, and your question about the drive-throughs. Uh, Seventy-five to eighty-five percent of all the business for like those fast food places uh, goes through the drive-through. Right. The documented fact. Yeah. Um, as far as the flower pots down in front of the what do you call it, the key bake building. Yeah. You got to back up the truck to who is in charge, who makes these decisions. Um. Where they just put the stuff there, and uh, I drove by there and looked at it, and I said, you know, I could probably knock that out of there for a couple three thousand dollars. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, but then you got to replace it. You got to you know redesign, re-engineer. A couple jackhammers, and uh, I'll level that for you. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, you know, it's not a big deal. Well, I'm, um, I'm curious to know how it's going to look because I don't think it's going to be replaced, especially after what I just read that they're going to make the compromise and, and add a spot up the block there, but. I'd be interested in knowing oh. what these flower boxes look like. And by the way, well, the if there were fountains, thing, it would be a lot better, but that's me. Go ahead. Sorry. You, you drive through the, the square since they did remodeling about uh, what, 12 years ago or whatever it was. Yeah. And it's just, it looks like a big um, gap uh, you know, in someone's mouth, you know. I mean, mm. it's just, you can, uh, there's probably room for probably 15 or 20 or maybe more spaces. Hmm. If they utilize them properly, right. where people, like you say, they go, they're not lazy. I, I, I'm, I, I'm handy. I, I can hardly walk. Oh, that's a shame. I didn't know and that. I need to, I need to be where I can get. Sometimes I walk fine. Other times I can't walk. Right. And right. I know what it's like, how dear it is to get close to a. Oh, well, I could imagine. I could imagine. Yeah. Pardon me. I could imagine. I could imagine that. I mean, because oh yeah, that's the problem. I mean, I love to walk. And I, I I agree with exercise and things like that. But for people who can't, it is that extra few steps. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 it hurts. No, it hurts. Uh, Freaking hurts. It's an old joke. <laughs> well, listen. Yeah. I, and um, but. I I got I got to go only because I'm I'm running out of time, but I want to share something with 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 the audience. But thank you, my friend. That, for my and I'm, I hope your legs get better for the record, because I know how that can be. Uh, actually, I don't. But I just one day I just know I'm gonna be you know I'm gonna be just grumpy and pissed off just like the noon host is. But anyway, uh, Donnie Flat Earth Donnie sent me something a street fight on Veterans Memorial Walkway. So. I'm going to send this over to News. I doubt News Junkie will share it. It's 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 a demonstration of the rough side of of Watertown. But uh, two young men and two and their girlfriends apparently are trying to break up this fight. It kind of starts at one end and it continues to the next, and it goes on for like five minutes. So that's Watertown at work right there. Higher in the air. Hey, do you remember those Stop the Hate concerts that the, uh, they used to have in the city? Yes. Yes. So, yeah, maybe the Stop the Hate can... Uh, no, they're having another one soon. It's uh, J.P. Voitko. He puts them on at least once or twice a year. Well, yeah, there you go. This uh, The meme page, you know, they could uh, be part of their subject. How, how did you get this video? I already have people asking for it. How did oh, you... so that video, um, it was a resident. A resident uh, was down there today, and he sent it to me. So what's this? I believe this... he has a camera on his... He has one of those electric trikes. Yeah. Okay. And I think he has a monitored camera on it, so I think that's how he got the footage. Well, it looks like a lot of it was handheld. It looks like he you know, he, he followed it from one angle. and well, then, he could have. Yeah. Right, he could have taken it off the bike, yeah. Taken it? No, come on, Donnie. It's taking it off the bike. He took uh, it. I'm sorry, Mr. Grammar School teacher. 
I, I'm not a grand. Who, who, who am I? Uh, 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 Justin Trudeau. You're always correcting how I speak, but I don't know. I just speak the way I speak sometimes. I guess. So I got I, I got less than a minute left, uh, but I wanted to talk to you because there was this uh, interesting op- uh, video I saw the other day that the moon, c- quite possibly, is a spaceship. Have you ever heard that before, Donnie? Well, I know it's a luminary. It's translucent and transparent. Well, and uh, um, it's not reflecting of the sun, but right. as a spaceship, I don't know where that's coming from. That well, sounds like a conspiracy theory. Well, well, and let me just look into this, Donnie, and then I got to go. Only because the the Earth, the moon doesn't rotate. If you have the link, send it to me, but I will. I will look into it. All right. Look into Find out if other moons in the solar system rotate on their own axis. Can you do that? There's only one. What, there's only one that does that? And which one is that? Titan? Ours. That's it. No, ours doesn't. You're missing the point. All right. I got to go. I got to get out of here. Yeah, I was looking at that the other day, and I thought I'd share it with Donnie. So I'll send that uh, over to News Junkie. I don't know if they'll share it. But, uh, yeah, there was a dispute between two men, and it got pretty ugly. Uh, and uh, one of the women got pushed out. You don't want to see that. That's bad. It, it does. It's not a good reflection of who we are and what we're all about. But man, people are angry. Wanted to share a story with talking about angry. I got a, a whopper of a story. It's a little personal. I really can't divulge any names, and I really shouldn't be divulging it. But to me, it just reflects the problem that we see, particularly. And don't take this in the wrong way, ladies. But there's an issue with middle-aged to upper-middle-aged women since COVID or maybe before that, and it's getting worse by the year. Got to get out of this. AM 1240 WE10 Watertown makes this legal. Up next, CBS. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com.